gum leaves as oars, they paddled over in loads of four or five, with one oarsman bringing the tin back for the next trip. The bodder arrived at the sandy beach just as the last tinful rowed away, and there they stopped. Bodder hate water. If they get wet, they shrink and have to be hung up to dry. So they stood on the bank and raged. Safe on the other side, the gumbles pulled rude faces, cheekily waved goodbye, and scuttled into the bush. The long ears glowed red hot with fury as the bodder snikes howled and growled on the creek bank, until at last the king roared, Snonk! and they became quieter. The king said, We will make a gumble trap. A trap to catch gumbles in. Oh, clever, clever, the bodder snikes shouted. But what did a gumble trap look like? The king knew, perhaps, but he wouldn't tell them. He just stood there, tickling his stomach with the end of his tail. A bodder snike called Glob spoke up. Suppose there was a hole in the ground and we covered it with branches so's they couldn't see it, then when they walked over it, they'd all fall in. The king thought about this for two minutes and said, Just what I was going to say myself. Dig the hole. This looked too much like work, so Glob said a bit nervously, Why don't we get Smiggles to dream one? For very lazy people, dreaming can be a way of getting things done. And this bodder named Smiggles, was useful sometimes because whatever he dreamed of became real. Until he went to sleep again, then his first dream vanished to make room for his next. The trouble was that no one knew whether Smiggles would dream what he was told to dream about or something quite different. Go to sleep, Smiggles, the king ordered, and dream a hole, a big one. Smiggles went to sleep with no difficulty at all, and while they waited for the dream to come along, the others potted about looking for a bit of rubbish to make them feel at home. Presently, two of these pottering bottersnikes found an old weedy hole near the road that someone had dug ages ago. But they didn't know this. They said, Idiot, he's dreamed it in the wrong place, and went and told the king. Move it, the king said. Put it down by the creek. Four bottersnikes picked the hole up by the corners and staggered with it to the creek bank, where they laid twigs and leaves over it so that it couldn't be seen from the top. Also, they threw a dead branch across the creek to make a bridge, and the hole was just by the end of the bridge so that as the gumbles stepped off, they would be sure to fall in. A very cunning gumble trap, they boasted, and then Smiggles woke up. Not a bad hole, Smig, they told him, except it was in the wrong place. Well, I didn't dream a hole said Smiggles, puzzled. I dreamed a radiogram, which now stood awkwardly in the bush, 
an expensive model with lots of knobs and polished wood, though, under the circumstances, not much use. The king looked at Smiggle's dreamwork and snorted, then at the cunning gumble trap, but was not pleased with that either. The gumbles are too light, he growled. They'll walk over the twigs without falling in. The idiot what thought of this gumble trap ought to have his head sat on. Glob hurriedly suggested that they should all get into the hole, for they had to hide somewhere, and pull the gumbles down as they came across. The bodder liked the idea of this. They squeezed in the hole together, covered up again with leaves and twigs, snuffled their noses loudly, and had a bit of a sleep while they waited. All this time, the gumbles had been playing with some frogs farther down the creek.